0: Chapter Twenty Four Part Three of Principles of Geology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Principles of Geology by Charles Lyell. Chapter Twenty Four Volcanic District of Naples Part Three. Small Number of Skeletons. A very small number of skeletons have been discovered in either city, and it is clear that most of the inhabitants not only found time to escape, but also to carry with them the principal part of their valuable effects. In the barracks at Pompeii were the skeletons of two soldiers chained to the stocks, and in the vaults of a country house in the suburbs were the skeletons of seventeen persons who appeared to have fled there to escape from the shower of ashes. They were found enclosed in an indurated tuff and in this matrix was preserved a perfect cast of a woman perhaps the mistress of the house with an infant in her arms although her form was imprinted on the rock nothing but the bones remained to these a chain of gold was suspended and on the fingers of the skeletons were rings with jewels against the sides of the same vault was ranged a long line of earthen amphorae The writings scribbled by the soldiers on the walls of their barracks and the names of the owners of each house written over the doors are still perfectly legible. The colors of fresco paintings on the stuccoed walls in the interior of buildings are almost as vivid as if they were just finished. There are public fountains decorated with shells laid out in patterns in the same fashion as those now seen in the town of Naples, and in the room of a painter, who was perhaps a naturalist, a large collection of shells was found comprising a great variety of mediterranean species in as good a state of preservation as if they had remained for the same number of years in a museum a comparison of these remains with those found so generally in a fossil state would not assist us in obtaining the least insight into the time required to produce a certain degree of decomposition or mineralization for although under favorable circumstances much greater alteration might doubtless have been brought about in a shorter period Yet the example before us shows that an inhumation of seventeen centuries may sometimes affect nothing towards the reduction of shells to the state in which fossils are usually found. The wooden beams in the houses at Herculaneum are black on the exterior, but when cleft open they appear to be almost in the state of ordinary wood, and the progress made by the whole mass towards the state of lignite is scarcely appreciable. Some animal and vegetable substances of more perishable kinds have, of course, suffered much change and decay. Yet the state of preservation of these is truly remarkable. Fishing nets are very abundant in both cities, often quite entire, and their number at Pompeii is the more interesting from the sea being now, as we stated, a mile distant. Linen has been found at Herculaneum, with the texture well defined, and in a fruiterer's shop in that city were discovered vessels full of almonds chestnuts walnuts and fruit of the caroubiere all distinctly recognizable from their shape a loaf also still retaining its form was found in a baker's shop with his name stamped upon it on the counter of an apothecary was a box of pills converted into a fine earthy substance and by the side of it a small cylindrical roll evidently prepared to be cut into pills by the side of these was a jar containing medicinal herbs. In 1827, moist olives were found in a square glass case, and caviar, or row of a fish, in a state of wonderful preservation. An examination of these curious condiments has been published by Cavelli of Naples, and they are preserved hermetically sealed in a museum there. Papyri There is a marked difference in the condition and appearance of the animal and vegetable substances found at Pompeii and Herculaneum. Those of Pompeii being penetrated by a gray, pulverulent tuff, those in Herculaneum seeming to have been first enveloped by a paste which consolidated round them and then allowed them to become slowly carbonized. Some of the rolls of papyrus at Pompeii still retain their form, but the writing, and indeed almost all the vegetable matter, appear to have vanished and to have been replaced by volcanic tuff somewhat pulverulent. At Herculaneum, the earthy matter has scarcely ever penetrated, and the vegetable substance of the papyrus has become a thin, friable black matter, almost resembling in appearance the tinder which remains when stiff paper has been burnt, in which the letters may still be sometimes traced. The small bundles of papyri, composed of five or six rolls tied up together, had sometimes lain horizontally, and were pressed in that direction, but sometimes they had been placed in a vertical position. Small tickets were attached to each bundle to which the title of the work was inscribed. In one case only have the sheets been found with writing on both sides of the pages. So numerous are the obliterations and corrections that many must have been the original manuscripts. The variety of handwritings is quite extraordinary. Nearly all are written in Greek, but there are a few in Latin. They were almost all found in a suburban villa in the library of one private individual, And the titles of four hundred of those least injured, which have been read, are found to be unimportant works, but all entirely new, chiefly relating to music, rhetoric, and cookery. There are two volumes of Epicurus on nature, and the others are mostly by writers of the same school, only one fragment having been discovered by an opponent of the Epicurean system, Chrysippus. In one of the manuscripts, which was in the hands of the interpreters when I visited the museum in 1828, the author indulges in the speculation that all the Homeric personages were allegorical, that Agamemnon was the ether, Achilles the sun, Helen the earth, Paris the air, Hector the moon, etc. Probability of Future Discoveries of Manuscripts In the opinion of some antiquaries, not one one one-hundredth part of the city has yet been explored, and the quarters hitherto cleared out at a great expense Are those where there was the least probability of discovering manuscripts as italy could already boast her splendid roman amphitheatres and greek temples it was a matter of secondary interest to add to their number those in the dark and dripping galleries of herculaneum and having so many of the masterpieces of ancient art we could have dispensed with the inferior busts and statues which could alone have been expected to reward our researches in the ruins of a provincial town But from the moment that it was ascertained that rolls of papyrus preserved in this city could still be deciphered, every exertion ought to have been steadily and exclusively directed towards the discovery of other libraries. Private dwellings should have been searched before so much labor and expense were consumed in examining public edifices. A small portion of that zeal and enlightened spirit which prompted the late French and Tuscan expedition to Egypt might long ere this, in a country nearer home, have snatched from oblivion some of the lost works of the augustan age or of eminent greek historians and philosophers a single roll of papyrus might have disclosed more matter of intense interest than all that was ever written in hieroglyphics besides the cities already mentioned stabii a small town about six miles from vesuvius and near the site of the modern castel amare see map of volcanic district of naples was overwhelmed during the eruption of 79. Pliny mentions that, when his uncle was there, he was obliged to make his escape. So great was the quantity of falling stones and ashes. In the ruins of this place, a few skeletons had been found buried in volcanic ejections, together with some antiquities of no great value, and rolls of papyrus which, like those of Pompeii, were illegible. Torre del Greco overflowed by lava. Of the towns hitherto mentioned, herculaneum alone has been overflowed by a stream of melted matter but this did not as we have seen enter or injure the buildings which were previously enveloped or covered over with tuff but burning torrents have often taken their course through the streets of torre del greco and consumed or enclosed a large portion of the town in solid rock it seems probable that the destruction of three thousand of its inhabitants in sixteen thirty one which some accounts attribute to boiling water was principally due to one of those alluvial floods which we before mentioned but in 1737 the lava itself flowed through the eastern side of the town and afterwards reached the sea and in 1794 another current rolling over the western side filled the streets and houses and killed more than four hundred persons the main street is now quarried through this lava which supplied building stones for new houses erected where others had been annihilated The church was half-buried in a rocky mass, but the upper portion served as the foundation of a new edifice. The number of the population at present is estimated at 15,000, and a satisfactory answer may readily be returned to those who inquire how the inhabitants can be so inattentive to the voice of time and the warnings of nature as to rebuild their dwellings on a spot so often devastated. No neighboring site, unoccupied by a town, or which would not be equally insecure, combines the same advantages of proximity to the capital, to the sea, and to the rich lands on the flanks of Vesuvius. If the present population were exiled, they would immediately be replaced by another, for the same reason that the Maremma of Tuscany and the Campagna di Roma will never be depopulated, although the malaria fever commits more havoc in a few years than the Vesuvian lavas in as many centuries the district around naples supplies one amongst innumerable examples that those regions where the surface is most frequently renewed and where the renovation is accompanied at different intervals of time by partial destruction of animal and vegetable life may nevertheless be amongst the most habitable and delightful on our globe i have already made a similar remark when speaking of tracts where aqueous causes are now most active and the observation applies as well to parts of the surface which are the abode of aquatic animals, as to those which support terrestrial species. The sloping sides of Vesuvius give nourishment to a vigorous and healthy population of about 80,000 souls, and the surrounding hills and plains, together with several of the adjoining isles, owe the fertility of their soil to matter ejected by prior eruptions. Had the fundamental limestone of the Apennines remained uncovered throughout the whole area, the country could not have sustained a twentieth part of its present inhabitants. This will be apparent to every geologist who has marked the change in the agricultural character of the soil the moment he has passed the utmost boundary of the volcanic ejections, as when, for example, at the distance of about seven miles from Vesuvius, he leaves the plain and ascends the declivity of the Sorrentine Hills yet favored as this region has been by nature from time immemorial the signs of the changes imprinted on it during the period that it has served as the habitation of man may appear in after-ages to indicate a series of unparalleled disasters let us suppose that at some future time the mediterranean should form a gulf of the great ocean and that the waves and tidal current should encroach on the shores of campania as it now advances upon the eastern coast of england the geologist will then behold the towns already buried and many more which will evidently be entombed hereafter laid open in the steep cliffs where he will discover buildings superimposed above each other with thick intervening strata of tuff or lava some unscathed by fire like those of herculaneum and pompeii others half melted down as in torre del greco and many shattered and thrown about in strange confusion as in triprigola beneath monte nuovo Among the ruins will be seen skeletons of men and impressions of the human form stamped in solid rocks of tuff, nor will the signs of earthquakes be wanting. The pavement of part of the Domitian Way and the Temple of the Nymphs, submerged at high tide, will be uncovered at low water, the columns remaining erect and uninjured. Other temples which had once sunk down, like that of Serapis, will be found to have been upraised again by subsequent movements. If they who study these phenomena and speculate on their causes assume that there were periods when the laws of nature or the whole course of natural events differed greatly from those observed in their own time, they will scarcely hesitate to refer the wonderful monuments in question to those primeval ages. When they consider the numerous proofs of reiterated catastrophes to which the region was subject, they may perhaps commiserate the unhappy fate of beings condemned to inhabit a planet during its nascent and chaotic state and feel grateful that their favored race has escaped such scenes of anarchy and misrule yet what was the real condition of campania during those years of dire convulsion Quote, a climate where heaven's breath smells sweet and wooingly a vigorous and luxuriant nature unparalleled in its productions a coast which was once the fairyland of poets and the favorite retreat of great men even the tyrants of the creation loved this alluring region, spared it, adorned it, lived in it, died in it, Forsyth's Italy, Volume 2. The inhabitants, indeed, have enjoyed no immunity from the calamities which are the lot of mankind, but the principal evils which they have suffered must be attributed to moral, not to physical causes, to disastrous events over which man might have exercised a control, rather than to the inevitable catastrophes which result from subterranean agency when spartacus encamped his army of ten thousand gladiators in the old extinct crater of vesuvius the volcano was more justly a subject of terror to campania than it has ever been since the rekindling of its fires end of chapter twenty four